It is February 24th. I'm Nathan. I'm Michael. And I'm Maria. And this is That Family Show. Welcome back, episode seven. And you dressed up for episode seven. <laughs> Collared shirt? I feel a little underdressed. I mean, you know. Just... Look at, even Maria's wearing button up. Yep. Flannel. <laughs> Flannel. Flannel is fancy in the South. <laughs> so the Oscars are this weekend, and it got me thinking, what were some classic movies that happened on this day in any given year? 1992, February 24th, Wayne's World hit the theaters. <laughs> we're not worthy. <laughs> we are not worthy. We are worthy. not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Any favorite lines from that movie besides the obvious? Besides we're not worthy. <laughs> um, I like to play. <laughs> <laughs> the one scene, I haven't seen that movie probably in 20 years, but the one scene that always sticks out is when they go to Alice Cooper's concert. <laughs> and they oh. say, Milwaukee. And he's oh, like, or yeah. Milwaukee. That's the name Americans used to say. And then he goes into his history lesson about Milwaukee. And before that, the um, when they try to get backstage, and Chris Farley is the, uh, the bouncer. Oh, yes. And they're like, my girlfriend's in there, man. A lot of people's girlfriends are in there. <laughs> That's probably uh, top line number two. That or I fell on my keys. <laughs> the ground. Oh my gosh. A lot of trivia for you. Okay. Do you know how many Oscars, how many Academy Awards Wayne's World won? I do not. None. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. I mean, it's, it's, it won none. But, but. Was it up for any though? Probably. It was probably up for some Razzies. This uh, Sunday is the Oscars. It is. And I don't know about your family. I, I don't really watch them, but I, I do like to keep up. I'm, you know, I'm kind of a little bit of a movie buff, so I like definitely every year try to watch most of the films that are up for Best Picture. Um, and one of the categories they added a couple years ago was Best Animated Film. Now, we're going to take that this week and expand it a little bit uh, between Nathan, myself, and Maria. We got to see quite a few family films in 2016. So what we're going to give you right now is kind of our list of favorite family films of 2016. And our only criteria is this. It had to be rated G or PG. Now I know some family films are PG-13, but for me to be truly all-encompassing of a family, it really needs to be G or PG. So, so that's it. So you, so you might hear this list and say, hey, what about... Star Wars, Rogue One. Well, it's PG-13. So what about it's, Deadpool? It's not going to make the list. <laughs> it's a comedy movie. <laughs> and you won't. <laughs> you know, so, um, so yeah, so this is, this is our list of family films, our favorite family films, the best of 2016. All right, first up, Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon. Now, for me, I loved the old school... Half animated, mm -hmm. half real life, um, Disney, Pete's Dragon, yeah. the songs, all the corniness of it. I love that as a kid growing up. I had very high expectations for this movie. I don't want to say that my expectations weren't met. It was just different. It, it was, it's not the same film. Um, there, you don't have kind of that fun musical. It does have some great family values. 
Um, it is a really great story, but if you go in expecting to see the original, you're not going to see that. You're not going to get that. Did you have a chance to, to check it out this year? I did not. Okay, thanks. Maria, <laughs> now you got to, you, you, you obviously went to go see Peace Dragon. What was your take? It was really different than the old one because, like, it talked about, um, what's his name? The kid. Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. His, like, backstory and stuff. And his real name, like, wasn't, like, Elliot and stuff. And it was just different. Okay. So just different. Yeah. But good enough that we would advise your family to check it out if you get a chance. We all remember Finding Nemo. Such a great... I guess you could consider it a classic Disney film at this point. So there's that huge stretch between Finding Nemo and, and Finding Dory. And everybody was excited when they made the announcement that they were making the sequel and everything. So we got to see it last year and um, it was good. I enjoyed it. I think a lot of people were underwhelmed with it. Um, just the classic, the sequel can't live up to the hype and it can't live up to the original. I love Finding Nemo. It's one of my favorite Disney animated films. I had high expectations for Finding Dory and I left the theater just kind of like, meh. I mean, it's, it's, it, it didn't do anything for me. And although Finding Dory may not have been necessarily my favorite out of the two Nemo Dory movies, it was obviously the favorite to a lot of folks. Did you know it is now the highest grossing PG movie in history? What? It's like almost $500 million it has earned to date. And that actually is. knocked out um, Star Wars Phantom Menace from the top spot. And you know what else it knocked out? Flight of the Navigator. Hey, take it easy! <laughs> it was right up there. <laughs> yeah, close third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marie, what you think about it? I loved it. Like, I got that movie for Christmas, because that's what I asked for. Okay. So you loved it enough to receive it as a gift. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. All right, our next film is The Big Friendly Giant, BFG. Maria, you're the only so one out of the three of us that had a chance to catch that film. What did you think of the BFG? I loved it. I read the book first, and the movie was actually better than the book, and... Like, I thought that the Don't giant, let your mother hear you say that. I know. But um, I thought that the giant was going to like look really bad because of like the animation and stuff. But it actually looked really, really realistic. And it was really similar to the book. And there were only like a couple parts that I think were um, like really different from the book. And I really liked it. Two thumbs up. The next film that we're going to discuss is oddly enough one that none of us saw. It's the Disney hit Moana. And we only mention it to throw it in the list of favorite films of 2016 because it's up for Best Animated Picture, which it will probably win on Sunday night. Um, even though we didn't get a chance to check it out, my 13-year-old um, son did. And out of all the movies we're going to be sharing, Moana was his absolute favorite animated film of 2016. So if it can get a 13-year-old boy to give it two thumbs up, then... <laughs> it, it must be pretty good. It must be pretty good. So let's talk about Zootopia. For me, I think this was, uh, before it came out, kind of a sleeper movie. Uh, I didn't see a lot of hype about it or anything, but I'm, I'm also not on a bunch of Disney blogs or anything like that. But it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it was one of those movies that kind of camps out on a, 
a huge moral uh, bordering a, a political theme to it, but it did it well. It wasn't like in your face, shoving it down your throat kind of stuff. Um, very enjoyable, and I like watching animated films as an adult because I know who the voice actors are, and it kind of adds a little something extra to it. it if I didn't know who they were, then I would just be enjoying the cartoon. So, it was it was a good movie. Yeah. What'd you think, Maria? I loved it. I think it was a really good movie. And I like the same like as Nathan said. I didn't really look forward to the movie at first. Like I didn't think it looked that great. But uh, then when I saw it, like I really liked it. It was really good. Yeah. Same thing. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the theme was. Um, I don't want to say edgy, you know, but but I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. It was the, the overall uh, theme of the movie um, is one that they handled with grace and and in a way that I think kids could understand the moral message of it. Yeah. Um, there was a few things that I felt were a little dark about the movie for mm -hmm. younger kids, um, uh, but other than that, it our family enjoyed it. Another movie that we want to bring up is one that, I'll be honest with you, I absolutely had no interest in seeing. And the <laughs> only reason why I haven't seen it. <laughs> the only reason we did was because we were able to live stream it through the television in our, in our own home and did not waste one dollar on it. But it turned out to be okay. <laughs> and that movie is Storks. Rhea, you thoroughly enjoyed Storks. You want to talk a little bit about it? Like, I don't think that the adults enjoy it as much, but like, the wolves are really, really funny. And like me and my younger brother were laughing a lot. My older brother didn't really like it as much. He just thought it was dumb. But that's because he doesn't like anything. But me and my younger brother loved it, and I loved it because it was just really funny. And yeah. And the whole premise is storks used to deliver babies, and now they don't anymore. And now this one stork kind of messes up a little bit, accidentally creates a baby, and he's trying to get that child to the rightful parents. Correct? Mm-hmm. And... All kinds of uh, crazy stuff happens, of course, along the way. So, so it is. Uh, it was a good family film. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, and and definitely Maria and her younger brother absolutely loved it. Another hit film of 2016 was Jungle Book. Now, kind of going back to um, nostalgic ties that people our age have with old school Disney movies. This is kind of one of those that people were concerned about. Like, you don't mess with Jungle Book. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right. And I think they did a pretty good job. Um, the movie was heavily CGI. Uh, but I guess when you have talking animals and stuff, you don't really have any other choice. But CGI... They, really, they went real? <laughs> no. That changes my whole review. I know. <laughs> I said it the whole time, and I was like, how do they get these animals to do this? Disney! Uh, you did it again. But uh, <clears throat> CGI has come such a long way, and, and I think with animals, you don't get into the uncanny valley as easily as you do with people, so you just don't get weirded out like Jeff Bridges and Tron. But it was a good, good movie. There, the music, there was some music in there, which kind of anchored back to the original. Um, and kind of some new takes on the story for a more modern time, so I appreciated it. Yeah. This is another film that I was kind of indifferent to it. I didn't, I did not want to see it, but I wasn't necessarily looking forward to seeing it um, anyway. And we were actually on vacation 
and the place we were staying uh, gave us a little voucher for a free movie, and so we came in that night, and um, and we were able to pick a movie, and that's what the kids wanted to see, so uh, we, we watched it one evening sitting in a hotel in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm telling you, I loved it. Like, it was so much better than I thought it was going to be, and it, it's one of those movies that stuck with me for a couple of days. Like, I, I really, yeah. really enjoyed this movie. And any animated movie that has Christopher Walken in it, hey. you can't go wrong. Yes. <laughs> and who knew that an animal actually had a soldering iron? It was like, that was weird. He used that line. It was, he fit, though. Marie, what did you think about The Jungle Book? I loved it. The only thing that I had against it was King Louie was my favorite character in the cartoon. And, like, I loved, like, the I want to be like you part. But in the movie, he was kind of creepy. Yeah. King Louie. With a name like Louie, you're going to be a little creepy. <laughs> no offense to Louie's up there. <laughs> There's always that one animated movie that pops out every year, and, and you ask yourself, how in the world can they make a film about that? And for me, in 2016, it was the Angry Birds movie. <laughs> I mean, Angry Birds has been a hit for several years now. I mean, multiple game adaptations of it. I mean... Uh, Stuff, toys, I mean, all kinds of things. And then you find out they're going to make a movie. And it's a head-scratcher. It's like, what in the world can they do with it? Yeah. But they actually did quite a bit. It, it was one that um, I found myself chuckling through and enjoying enough that we all, not only saw it in the theaters, we watched it again here at home. I mean, it was wow. a repeat viewing. We, we enjoyed it. Maria, what do you think about the Angry Birds movie? I liked it because... Like, they made them not, they didn't just make, it wasn't just, like, the game. And they, like, made them, um, they had, like, this whole, like, backstory for everybody. And it was just really funny. And, like, the pigs were, like, trying to take over and stuff. And it was really funny and stuff. Yeah. And it really had a great um, moral family message of just coming together, rallying together, and even, even adjusting one's attitude. If you're more angry to uh, to be able to do to do better for your fellow birds, so it was it was it was a good film. Did they utilize the third ingredient of the Girl Scout cookies? Teamwork. Yes, absolutely. All right, I'm on board. I'll see it. Well, now that brings us to our last two, and not that any of these were ranked, but honestly, for me, these next two were my two favorite family films of 2016. The first one. Secret Life of Pets. Did you get a chance to, to check out that film? We did see that movie. And I didn't like it. What? <laughs> didn't like it? That movie weirded me out. Okay, well... <laughs> some of you got to explain some this. Of, some of it was fun. I, and I don't know... Okay, so kids' movies that talk about things dying and killing and stuff like that... I don't know how I feel about that. Isn't that every Disney movie? <laughs> like, every Disney movie, the, the star of the films, parents die. One but, of them or both but, of them. But no one says, you know, I'm going to kill them or whatever. So, um, Kevin Hart's character, I forget. I don't know anybody's name in this movie. I was halfway watching it. Uh, he, he, he was getting angry and was going to seek vengeance and everything and he kept saying, oh, we're going to kill them and we're going to, you know, it's just weird. It's weird oh. to be in a kid's movie and what talk about bunny? killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the bunny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so an angry killer bunny freaked you out enough. <laughs> it did. I had that. Yeah. I get it. But, but that's, that's, but that's really a legit it. point. 
you know, if, if you have younger kids, that may not be something that you're comfortable with them hearing or seeing or experiencing. Um, I guess for our family, <laughs> we're involved in that kind of stuff so much. It just completely went over our head. We were just like, yeah, sure, why not? I didn't kill them. So uh, I enjoyed it. I thought the story was great. I thought the voices were great. Um, yeah, it was one I was looking forward to. And for me, it lived up to expectations. Maria, what do you think about Secret Life of Pets? I really liked it. And like some of the pets' personalities, I was like thinking, oh, that's totally one of my friends. And so me and my friends both thought that I was the cat, Chloe, that just eats a bunch of food. Just mm. kind of lays around. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's cat. Cats are the best. Yeah. Hmm. But anyways, the movie was really good. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, for me, the most surprising family film of 2016, and I hate to admit it, my favorite, Ooh. Sing. Uh, this is a movie I had absolutely no um, desire to go and see, and begrudgingly took my family to go see it. And I'm telling you, it was fabulous. I mean, I'm singing along, I'm tapping my feet, I'm, I'm wait, into wait, the story. Wait a minute. You were singing along? Absolutely. That's the whole thing. <laughs> I've never heard you was. sing in my life. Oh, yes. Well, you need to come see Sing with me. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Is this your Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm dressing up like the uh, baboon. But it was, I really, really enjoyed this film. I mean, it, it was, I can't say enough about it. It was, it was an excellent movie. Um, great story, great um, overall theme and meaning. And uh, it, it was just really surprisingly good family film. And I, and I think it was a, a surprising hit at the box office. I, don't th I think it was one that kind of got shoved down yeah. toward the end of the year. And, um, and it, it came out the same time as Moana did. So you, you kind of had competing animated films. When I checked this past week, Singh had made more money than Moana, which is kind of crazy to think. But obviously it had a lot of commercial appeal. People that went and saw it loved it and went to go see it again. I really enjoyed it. Maria, what did you think? I loved it, so I went to go see it with some of my friends at the theater, and at first I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be like, I didn't really think I was going to love it. I like own the whole soundtrack. I saw, I saw the movie twice, and it's like really good because it's not just like some like silly movie because it actually has like, like a really good like meaning behind it and stuff, and it's really good. Yeah, so if you're a fan of... Um singing uh, reality television shows such as The Voice or American Idol. Imagine that with animals with some crazy hijinks involved and it, it really is a good a good film. Any so, movie that has hijinks in it, mm -hmm. it's good stuff. Or low jinx. Yeah. <laughs> Either one. I'm more of a middle jinx kind of guy. <laughs> wraps up our favorite family films of 2016. Hopefully you'll get a chance to see some of them and man, feel free to comment in the comment sections things you like, you didn't like. Maybe there's some films we didn't review that you can let us know and, and we'll go check out. So you got a game coming up? Wait, where's Maria? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh well. Get rid of More screen time for us. That's right. You like that? I like that. <laughs> So you're going to have another game for us this week? I am. We're going to play a little game this week that's educational. What? Called Timeline. And it's in a 10 as well. Look, the best things come in 10s. <laughs> that's right. You know, like or 20s. Games. <laughs> ah! Games, popcorn. <laughs> Good stuff coming in 10s. So, um, so yeah, I'll be uh, reviewing 
timeline. And Ooh. letting you guys know what it's all about and how to play it. Sounds cool. Hey, and you're going to be showing us a little bit this week, too, of uh, some musical ability you have. That's right. If you've seen the first episode, you know that I'm a self-proclaimed kids and family musician. At least somebody's proclaimed it. <laughs> That's right. We figured it was about time to put up some some footage, some uh, you know music or, or whatever I had laying around. So I'm going to be popping up a couple videos over the next couple weeks of a concert that my band and I played last year. And uh, yeah, it'll give everyone a chance to check out our tunes and kind of see what a concert's like. And if you want one in your town, we can come and uh, jam with you guys. What about a couch session? You do any of those? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work that out. And hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed the Maggie and Kirsten show. And uh, who knows, maybe you'll uh, see their shiny faces pop up on our channel a little more often. And I think they're thinking about doing their own channel, so uh, we'll definitely feature their channel on our channel. Uh, I said channel a lot, so I think I'm going to Now, would that be considered a That Family Show seek, like um, a spinoff? <laughs> I don't know. If it's anything like Joey, uh, no. Boom, baby. Let's, let's hope that they're more Mork and Mindy and less Joni Loves Chachi. <laughs> right? Right. But they're definitely friends of the family. Okay, and uh, I guess if we forgot something, then that's fine because we'll still pop it up on our channel. and uh, Which is all the more reason for you to subscribe so you won't miss it. Right. Let's talk about that. Subscribing. Go to YouTube and you subscribe to our channel. But there's also a place where you can choose to be notified when new videos pop up. So that way, if you're not on Facebook a lot or Twitter or Instagram or anything, you'll still know when new footage comes out. So uh, we're going to go to commercial break right now that will help you learn how to do that if you don't already. Has this ever happened to you? Uh, I wish that there was an easier way to access that Hours upon hours spent on a clunky old computer trying to find your way around YouTube on the interwebs. It's exhausting. But wait! Oh! Now you can use YouTube app. Oh! With Space Age technology, you can find your video and subscribe. You just find your video Don't forget to click that bell. Yeah. And we're back, and that was super helpful. And uh, I, I learned a lot. Yeah. We learned something. We all learned something today. And so, learning is half the battle. That's right. GI <laughs> Joe. With that being said, uh, I think that concludes another episode of that family show. As always, thank you for watching. Liking, subscribing, laughing, crying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. Yes. See you next week. All right. All right. Say something. Hey, this is Mike from That Family Show. Can you hear me? Testing. Test.